Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of this very special podcast. I mean, uh, the not-so-special podcast. Uh, yeah, I forgot. We're not special. Um, yes, thank you for checking out episode three. Um, I realize that this is not a professional podcast by any means of the, or any stretch of the imagination. Um, but I got to start somewhere, and I got I to gotta practice, and I got to get better, and I got to work on my technique and my video editing and my audio editing uh, and this just provides a great place for me to do that so uh, thank you for coming along with this journey uh, if you have any feedback questions anything like that you can hit me up on twitter at creepleet that is c-r-e-e-p-1-3-3-7 uh, and if you're watching this on youtube and you just want to hear the audio of this you can click on the link down in the description and that will take you to the SoundCloud version of this, and vice versa. If you're on SoundCloud and want to kind of see my pretty little face, you can click on the link, and it will take you to the video version on YouTube, and you can watch me there. Not that I'm that pretty to look at, but at least my wife finds me attractive, as far as I know. Ah, all right. So, what have I been up to? It has been a crazy month of January, um, Christmas and all that stuff. Um, last, the last podcast, I kind of went over what, uh, what I did in, in terms of gaming in 2017. And, um, it was, uh, pretty good. I think a lot, I, I had a bigger response to that than I thought I would. Uh, actually here on YouTube, more, most people are, I say here on YouTube. <laughs> I shouldn't say that because you could be listening to us on SoundCloud and be like, what the heck, man? I'm not watching your crap on YouTube, so whatever. I'm sorry. I apologize. I had a lot more uh, reception than I expected, mostly on YouTube. Uh, people watching the video or just clicking on the video and listening uh, while they're at work or something. Um, and that's that's great. I, I would love to hear more from you guys. Again, hit me up on Twitter. Um, if, if you want to use the hashtag NSS, I can just do a search and I can I can find you guys that way as well. I'm um, going a little bit low tech this time. I'm not wearing the big headphones, the big monitoring, so everything should be uh, should be good because all my settings were right last time, as far as I know. Um, so what have I been up to? Uh, let's go over that. Um, I've been playing some games, watching some movies, and listening to a lot of podcasts. Um, so let's start with gaming because gaming has been the... <laughs> I hate to say it, but it's been the the thing that I've done the least uh, this past month. Um, so as many of you know, I got a Switch. Um, it, it hasn't been public knowledge uh, on, in terms of YouTube or anything like that, uh, but I did put it out on a, a Facebook group and on Twitter um, that I did get a Switch for Boxing Day. Um, and the only, way, the only way I was able to get a Switch is because I was given a gift card, a, a, I was going to say a MasterCard or Visa. Of all the things they gave me, um, I don't mean to sound like I'm complaining, but it's an American Express prepaid credit card, um, which is great. I'm, I'm super, super thankful to my to my bosses, not that they'll ever hear this, um, to my employers for giving that to me, and I th I'm assuming they gave that to everybody they, who worked there. Um, but why American Express? American Express is like the, the one company that the least amount of companies will accept, especially here in where I live, I think in Ontario, because uh, their fees are so high. So a lot of people just accept Visa and MasterCard. Go figure. So already my, my options are limited. What am I going to do with this American Express? 
Um, my wife had also gotten a bonus from work, and uh, she had already kind of figured out what she wanted to do with hers. And uh, mine was just kind of extra. And I said, you know what? I am never going to have this amount of disposable, literally disposable income ever, ever again, probably. So uh, the amount was pretty decent uh, in the several hundreds. And I decided, you know what? I'm going to buy myself a Switch. I'm going to buy a Nintendo Switch. I'm going to go all in. I'm going to jump in on the next generation here of Nintendo. Uh, and we'll go from there. So bright and early, I get up. I think it's around, I think the store opened at 6.30ish, maybe. Yeah, something like that. It opened fairly early. Um, I got up, I think around 5 or 5.30. Um, my son had been crying, so I woke up already, and I, <clears throat> I, I wasn't going to go super early in the morning, but I already been woken up by him crying, so I was like, you know what, I'm up, my wife is dealing with him, you know, he's fine, I'm just going to head over to Best Buy and get in line. So I showed up about 15 to 20 minutes before open, uh, I got in line, and it was about maybe 20 or 30 people back, it wasn't, it wasn't a long line, um, and then... I, I swear, within five minutes of me getting in line, a hundred people showed up and lined, and and the the lineup was going all the way down the side of the building, into the parking lot. It was actually starting to block the driveway, where people were coming in, trying to drive into Best Buy. And normally they cut it around the building. You know, if you if you would cut down the side, you turn and go down the side of a building. That's the way the nine the, the line would would normally go. Um, but in, in true uh, modern common sense, they decided to turn the other way and decide to go into the parking lot and block traffic. But hey, I'm not in charge. I'm not liable. So whatever. Um, I got into actually a pretty de decent conversation with uh, the guy beside me in line. Uh, he was coming in to buy a TV. Um, and I said, he said, uh, I asked what he was going for. He said the TV was on sale, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, and he asked what I'm going for. And I said, oh, I'm here for a Switch. Oh, oh are they on sale? <laughs> and I looked at him like, bro, it's Nintendo. Nothing Nintendo ever goes on sale. <laughs> and he just laughed. He's like, yeah, 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 that's true. Uh, and so we were talking, and he was he was thinking about getting a Switch. Uh, he had a Wii U, or he has a Wii U uh, for him and his kids, and uh, they said they mostly just watch Netflix on it. Um, I, I did say, hey, you know, if you ever want to get rid of it, you know, here's my number. It's kind of weird giving a number to someone in line. Was like, hey, here's my number. Give me a shout if you wanna if you wanna sell it. Um, I, I've got some I've got friends looking for them and stuff. So let me know. I haven't heard anything. That's still dead. So don't ask. Um, anyways, got in line. The store opened and it's really weird. I've never had this before. I haven't mind you. I haven't been uh, Boxing Day shopping in the past like two or three years. Um, the last time I got up super early to go shopping was to buy, actually buy my TV, you know, what most people go to for Boxing Day sales for. Um, and so I hadn't, I hadn't been there in, actually, I think it was longer than three or four years. It's probably been like five or six. Um, anyways, we, we got into the store and the entire staff of the store is just inside the entrance giving us a st giving everyone coming in a standing ovation as we walk into the store and i was i do not understand 
if if any of you people work at if any of you listeners work at Best Buy or ha- have any inside information, is this a thing? Is this something that people do normally? Because I've never I've never experienced this before, and I was kind of weirded out by it. Um, either way, I just kind of made my way past them. Uh, there was no running, there was no trampling. So this isn't this isn't Black Friday. Uh, moved my way to the back. Um, some people were, did run past me, but whatever. I'm. I'm an adult now, wink wink, and I need to act accordingly. So I'm not rushing and pushing kids over. I walk to the back, I see the switch box, I pick it up. Now here's my dilemma. I have a little bit to, I have enough to cover the switch, and there's, but I don't have enough to cover any games, if if that makes any sense. So my choice now is, do I do I buy Zelda again uh, that I already have on Wii U and beaten on Wii U and have all the DLC for on Wii U or do I switch gears and go Mario Odyssey because that's also the must have game to have on the Switch I I don't know, completely lost I had no idea, I stood there forever, I have my Switch, ba- my switch box under my arm, I'm not worried about them selling out I'm humming and hawing and this, that and the other thing and I looked at the flyer and the Best Buy had a deal where if you buy Zelda Breath of the Wild on Switch, then they will add a code for the DLC, the Champions Ballad, and I guess the Champion, whatever, Champion DLC. They will add that onto it so you can get all of the DLC. Okay, that's a pretty good deal. I'm not going to lie. Uh, but that Mario Odyssey is super tempting. <laughs> oh, man. I just couldn't decide. So I bought both. So... I got to uh, the lineup to to pay for my Switch and my games, and I think I was second or third in line for that because it's not like regular stores where you know you pick you pick your thing up off the set, off the shelf. You have to pick up a display copy, you know, because they're they're worried about theft at this Best Buy. Um, you pick up your display copy, and then you have to go to a separate checkout line. You can't go to the regular checkout. You've got to go to the electronics checkout at the back of the store to pick up that stuff. Okay, so we went in. I had... Oh, by the way, I did have some some gift cards, so don't think I'm spending like $200 on video games. I had gift cards saved up from um, birthdays and um, more Christmases from like the past two years to cover more of the game coverage coverages I got charges I guess I should say so it wasn't just my work I also had so I had the, the prepaid credit card and then Best Buy gift cards which is what influenced me to go to Best Buy to purchase the switch so I'm in line the guy in front of me is buying his Xbox one Xbox ones were popular this Christmas because they were on sale he buys his Xbox one I come up there's only one person doing this cash. There are three crash cash registers. Boxing Day is one of the busiest shopping days of the year in Canada. Eh, screw it. One person on checkout. Whatever. Alright, here we go. Put my stuff up. And I will also note that the Switch version that I brought to the to the pickup was the Neon Joy-Con one, the red and the blue one. Get up there. He looks at it. Oh, we don't have any of those. We only have the gray ones. Will that, will that be alright? Well, I guess so. I mean, I don't have a choice. If that's the only one I have, then it's the one I gotta get. I'm not happy about it, but whatever. So right away, I'm not getting the Switch colors that I want. Whatever. It's minor. It's cosmetic. Whatever. 
I'm an adult, wink, wink, I can do it. I can handle it. Fine, here we go. He goes to the back, and he's like, oh, you want these two games as well? Fine. So he goes to the back, he comes back out. All right, how do you want to pay for this? Well, here, here's my cards. Here's my my litany of gift cards and, and prepaid credit cards. So he swipes the Best Buy gift cards, boop, 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 no problem. Then he swipes the American Express prepaid credit card. Swipe. Nothing, 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 nothing. He types in a few numbers. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Meanwhile, I mean, let's remember this is Boxing Day. There's a lineup of people behind me now who are waiting to buy their stuff before it sells out. It's not selling out, but you know. There's this mentality that if they don't buy it, someone else is going to buy it before them, even though they're in line to buy it. Ugh, crazy. Still nothing happening. Still waiting, waiting, waiting. He calls the supervisor. Ah, oh, this isn't working. He types in a code. Uh, oh, you, you know, your, your code for Zelda isn't showing up. Here it is. Well, he had to manually get a code, this, that, and the other thing. Then all of a sudden, the entire system crashes. The entire cash register crashes at that point. Ugh, it is, is super frustrating. At this point, he, thankfully, he was smart enough to get on the radio, you know, back up to cash. Back up to cash, emergency, ASAP, get here right now. A guy shows up, he starts taking people behind me, and they're buying Xbox One, the Xbox One, Xbox One. Here I am, the lone switch guy, and I just crashed the system. So, anyways, he finally says, you know what, I can't do with this. I'm going to have to reboot this system. Just move over to the other guy, and he, he'll set you straight. All right. So, I move everything over again, and I'm hoping that they didn't swipe all of my gift card money, and it's gone now. Uh, I, I know they would fix it. I know they would fix it. But again, it's just that extra level of confusion and frustration on both parties' part. Anyways, so he gets everything through, blah, 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 blah. Here's the swipe, here's the swipe. He can't get the American Express credit card to work. And I'm just thinking, oh my gosh, I, I hope that my boss actually got this thing activated. Because you imagine how embarrassing this would be. I'm like, well, it's not working. I can't buy it. Adios. Uh, like that would that would suck. Uh, and to buy these American Express prepay cards, you're not buying them at like an American Express depot. There's not you're not buying them at an actual store. You have to go to like third party vendors, and if they don't do it properly, you get a card that's not activated. It's happened before. It's happened to me before, where I've gotten a, I've bought a card, I kept the receipt, thank God, and. I've given it to somebody, and it wasn't activated, even though I had a receipt that said everything should have been fine, they screwed up something on their end and it wasn't activated. So I know that I know it's a possibility. Anyways, supervisor has to come again. There were I, I'm in line for half an hour trying to check out with a stupid switch. So already I've got a bad taste in my mouth about the thing. Finally, finally I hear beep beep beep, you know, everything everything went through, it's fine. I had to pay a little bit extra on top, but not a whole lot. Alright, I'm happy. I got my Switch. I got my games. I'm out of the store. I'm out. I'm gone. I'm done with this. Get back in the car. Get home. I'm back in my house actually before anybody even is up. No one's up. My, my kid is back to sleep. My wife's back to sleep. Whatever. I'm, I'm back in the house by before 7. Alright. 
then I have to do go through, you know, turn on the switch. I'm excited. This is, this is like opening a new console on Christmas Day. I don't know if you guys remember those days, but I remember getting my, my very first console on Christmas Day. And I'm super excited. You know what? This is Nintendo. I, I've never had a brand new Nintendo system, really, on Christmas. So here we go. I'm, gonna, I'm excited to open the box, putting everything together. So excited. All right. Now I'm going to sign in. Uh, I, I start playing Zelda. It's great. I didn't bother. I didn't bother playing Mario at that point because you know it's Boxing Day. We've got family stuff. I don't want to get invested in something. I just want to play something I already know how to play. Going through it, blah blah blah. All right. Then I look on my receipt, where I'm supposed to have a code for this this uh, DLC, and there's no code. I can't find a code. Great. After all that, they didn't put a code on my receipt. Well, I don't have time to go back to the store because at that point, by the time I realized there was no code in the receipt, it was time to go for family stuff. So anyways, I put the receipt in my bag, in my, in my wallet, and away we went. Went to family stuff, had some fun. I took the Switch, I was playing Zelda, I was showing the family, hey, you know, this is the thing, this is what it is, everyone's heard about it, no one knows what it is. I'm really the only gamer person in um, my wife's side of the family. My, I have a cousin on my side of the family that she's really into games. Um, and so when they come over, you know, she's loving looking at my game collection and stuff. So that's cool. <clears throat> Anyways, on the way back, it's getting late. It's about seven o'clock at night. All right, let I'm gonna I'm gonna stop at Best Buy and I'm gonna talk about getting the code. All right, fine. My kids asleep in the back, so my wife's fine. I run to the store. Uh, excuse me, miss. I'm supposed to have a code on this. She looks at it, confused. Oh, what what code were you supposed to have? Uh, sorry, what's what's a DLC? What do you, what is a DLC code? All right, so I found the one person who doesn't know what a DLC code is. I have to spend ten minutes in the store explaining this, that, and the other thing. Anyways, user error. It's my fault. The code is on the receipt, but it's because of the screw ups. The the receipt that I have had a bunch of numbers and letters and symbols at some point in the in the on the receipt that was supposed to be like champion or Zelda DLC code blah 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 this is that's what it was supposed to say it didn't say that I just assumed it was a bunch of numbers and letters whatever it was there and she she's like just highlighted here it is it's amongst all of these letters and symbols all right finally thank you so I come home put my kid to bed wife goes to bed all right I'm still playing Zelda I'm still having fun playing Zelda I put my, I bring up my switch again. I go into the eShop, here redeem code, blah blah blah. Type this code in. It comes up Legend of Zelda dot 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 dot. Looks fine to me. Hit download. Wait for it to download. I click on it. It is not the Champions Ballad or any of the other DLC for Zelda. It is the entire freaking game of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Now downloaded onto my switch when I've already purchased the freaking game so I have two copies of the same game and no DLC I, I hope you guys can hear the frustration in my voice anyways that that's pretty much the end of that story I, I I'm not going back to Best Buy whatever now but now I'm in a in a in a conundrum because I have I have it downloaded and I also have it physical and I don't need both so should I sell the physical I mean logically that's what I should do because I'm, I'm not going to play that version of it because I have it downloaded. 
But I'm also a collector, and I also really like that game, and I kind of want it to have a physical version of it, which I have. So should I sell it? I've already paid for it. I don't know. It's confusing. That has been my day. That has been my experience with the Switch. Um, but other than that, it's been, fun. it's been good. I've been playing Mario Odyssey. That's been fun. I still think Breath of the Wild is better. That is my own personal opinion. Um, and I am speaking, I know this is behind the times, but, you know, Legend of, Breath, or Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild earned Game of the Year, and I completely agree that it deserved it. That's beside the point. But still, that's my Switch story. Um, I hope that you guys had a better Boxing Day experience, and I know it's a bit late, but whatever. All right, moving on. So, what else have I been playing? Uh, I played Inside on the PS4, uh, which is kind of a continuation. It's from Play Dead, the publisher Play Dead, who also published Limbo. Uh, and I beat Limbo. It was one, one of my games of 2017 that I beat. I also beat Little Nightmares, kind of in the same vein, different, different developer, different publisher, same kind of idea, puzzle platformer, everything's trying to kill you. Uh, Inside is just another version, kind of a, um, an updated, almost better version of Limbo. Um, same kind of play mechanics, similar kind of puzzle ideas. I think overall it, it is better than Limbo, though. I did enjoy the puzzles more. Everything to be, everything seemed to be a bit more logical. Some of the stuff in Limbo seemed to be a bit obtuse. I kind of had to, you know, think outside the box for some of them, which is good. But I think the ones inside just seemed to be a little bit more entertaining. Um, so I beat that by myself, and then I actually had a friend come over. Uh, this past weekend, um, and I, I realize that I'm 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 filming this on the 24th, so think of the weekend as the weekend of the uh, 20th. I had a friend come over on the 20th, and uh, I asked him, you know, have you ever played Inside? He'd played Limbo before. He said, no, I never played Inside. So I popped it in and, and just let him play it, and we went through the entire game again. So technically, I finished Inside twice. <laughs> um, that's been good. It's been it's been a really good game. If you have played Limbo, I would suggest you play it. Um, I did buy the combo pack for PS4, so it has Limbo and uh, Inside on it. Uh, I think that's the third copy of Limbo I have. I have a three pack of games on the 360 that has Limbo on it, and then I, they, I got Limbo for free with PS Plus, and then I bought it again on that combo pack, and I've only played it once. So, and I played Inside twice already. Go figure. <laughs> The other game I played was Thomas Was Alone on the Vita. Now, it's a really good game. I really enjoyed it. It's all made by one guy. I think his name is Mike Bithel? Bittell or something like that. Uh, made the entire game. He had it narrated by someone else, obviously. But he, you know, everything, all the assets and the programming, everything's been done by him. Uh, which was really impressive. Um, and I played the entire thing on my Vita. Um, mostly because my wife was watching TV and doing stuff and I just kind of sat in the corner on my Vita and, and, and played it. Um, which has really been good. I haven't been playing a whole lot of my Vita and it was nice to, to pull it out again and, and, and work with it. Um, the one thing I, 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 my love for that system just grows every time I play it. Um, it's got Bluetooth functionality on it and something the Vita has over the PS4. Um, so the PS4, if you want to Bluetooth something, you've got to have a special, you know, dongle or adapter or transmitter or something to tr to link up Bluetooth headphones. The Vita, I don't. 
I could just turn on Bluetooth and connect it, and I have wireless headphones hooked up to my Vita, and I can listen to everything. It works as a chat headset. I mean, it's, it's awesome. So, oh, it's so good. Um, so I played through that in one sitting. Uh, it took me about four hours, and I did put it up on Twitter as a just beat it for the uh, the poly the, the the guys at Polykill. They seem to enjoy the uh, the just beat it hashtags. So glad I can throw some more stuff their way. Um, and then I actually you know, I was thinking to myself, you know, what, I think my wife would actually enjoy this game. It's not there there isn't enemies. There's nothing trying to kill you. It's basically just kind of puzzles. You have to get from point A to point B with everybody. How do you do it? Um, and so I think about a couple of days later, uh, I said, you know what, here, I've, I have a PS TV, a Vita TV, I'll just pop this in and I'll, 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 you can play it there. Um, and it'll, it'll, it'll be great, you know, so start working at it, plug in the Vita TV, haven't plugged it in over two years, probably get the thing, plug it in, update. You have to update to use the software. Ugh goodness. Nothing can be simple. Nothing can be simple when it comes to playing video games. Unless you're playing it on the, 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 the one specific device it was designed for, then it's it's not easy. Alright. Well, here we go. Oh, oh, also, this game, uh, game cartridge yeah, this game cartridge is not compatible with this device. Okay. Great. I, so I am completely stuck here. I'm thinking to myself, alright, there's got to be a way I, I know there's a hack where you can hack the Vita TV where you can it pretty much whitelists all the games on it so you, you're not limited by this whether it's TV PlayStation TV compatible or not um, so as I'm looking it up I start you know fiddling around with the, the controller for the Vita TV hitting some buttons hitting some buttons all of a sudden it, updating crap shit Ugh. in order to hack the Vita TV it's got to be on hardware 3.60 or lower and I just updated it to 3.61 which is impossible to hack <sighs> I screwed myself so my Vita cannot or my Vita TV can no longer be hacked my Vita itself can no longer be hacked I think it's at a higher firmware actually than the Vita TV um, yeah, so I just kind of screwed myself. Um, so I had to go to the shelf and open my PS4 copy for my wife to play. Because, dead damn it, she is going to play this game. And she did. Uh, and she quite enjoyed it, actually. Um, I, we had some time to ourselves. Here's the game, why don't you try it? And she got into it. I think we played for about, a, you know, 30 minutes an hour. She does have trouble figuring out, you know, the jumping mechanics. And everything's a little bit delayed, and it's a little slower, and whatever, it's... It's, it's new. She's not a gamer. I think she's played a little bit of Mario in the past. Um, but yeah, that's about it. She's not... Platformers are not her forte. So, anyways. That that was that was fun. I had I did enjoy watching her play that. And it's, it's interesting on my part to see someone who doesn't normally play games or do puzzles that much just kind of work through, alright, this works, this doesn't, you know, this whole trial and error thing, trying to figure out, how do I get to point B from here? Um, but yes, quite interesting. So, I've also been watching a lot of movies and TV, so, as part of my job, I drive around all day, 
uh, amongst the stupidity of the general driver, and uh, it's chaos. A lot of people are trying to kill you. A lot of people are trying to kill themselves. And um, so it, it takes a lot of mental energy to drive a truck. I know it just seems like I'm just sitting in a truck all day, but I, I guarantee you it's a lot harder than just sitting in a truck trying to get from here to here. Um, it, it Imagine driving... Now, okay, I'll try to put this in perspective. Imagine that every day you've got to wake up really early and you have to drive for eight hours that day. You've got to drive, you know, from here, you've got to drive four hours away and you've got to drive four hours back every day and and stay awake and stay, you know, kind of motivated. Imagine doing a road trip every day of your life, for like uh, every day, every week. Um, that's, that's kind of the best way I can do it. So like I live in Kitchener, so imagine like I have to drive to like Huntsville or Ottawa every day. Um, and if you've been on a long trip, you know if you've been driving that long, you're, by the time you get to the end, you're tired. You don't want to sit down and play video games. You just want to sit down and like just take a break. You know, just not think about something. You don't want to have to use your your brain and nerve endings to you know manipulate your fingers to move characters and think about stuff. And yeah, it's just not that kind of thing. So I watch a lot of movies to kind of just take a break from thinking. Um, so I've been watching some cool stuff, um, and uh, I just want to kind of talk about uh, two or three of them here. Um, I watched a movie called Shot Caller, um, which is, it has the character from uh, Jamie Lannister from uh, Game of Thrones. I forget his name, but I think he's Finnish or something, Denmark or something like that. Uh, he's got a, he has a different name that I can't pronounce, uh, and it's basically him going from a uh, a legitimate businessman, you know, a high class, upper class uh, businessman who's got his life together, good family, and um, just how one mistake can just turn your life upside down. Uh, and you hands up, he ends up going to prison, and uh, his whole life changes. So he he's a completely different person because of the system that he's in. Um, I just found it very interesting. Now I'm I do have kind of a fascination with like like a, almost like a criminal underground underworld. Uh, so I watch a lot of like uh, prison movies. I find fascinating uh, and like stuff with like um, I don't want to say true like maybe true crime, but not really true crime. More like uh, like I love watching stuff about the drug cartels and like stuff like that. Um, it's kind of hard to explain. That's that's kind of my curiosity, just to see how that world works, because uh, it's something so far removed from where I am and where I, hopefully, cross fingers, I will never ever get to. I'll never have to be in that point. Um, so, anyways, just it's really interesting. I think it was a 2016 or 2017 movie, uh, pretty good. Um, so I guess along with that, I watched American Made, which is also about um, it's that Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise movie where he's. Um, he works for the CIA or I think it's CIA uh, as a scout pilot, and then he gets recruited by the cartel to run drugs. So he's kind of running both sides of the law. Um, same kind of deal, you know, drugs, that kind of stuff. Uh, then I watched Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets. Now this movie got a lot of flack when it came out. Uh, it a lot of people called it a hot mess, uh, visually appealing but 
story just not there. And you know what? I kind of have to agree, but at the same time, I did really like it. Uh, it's if you if you're familiar with Luc Besson, um, who is a French director, writer, producer, whatever. He does a lot of a lot of things in in the European cinema. Um, it's very much a Luc Besson kind of fi- kind of film. If you uh, if you watch The Fifth Element, that's a Luc Besson film, and this is like an updated version of The Fifth Element. Um, but yeah, for real, like, it's it's crazy. The ideas are kind of out there. Uh, there's tons of different alien species, and oh, it's just crazy. I I enjoyed it for the visual aspect of it. Uh, I found it interesting. Uh, and then I watched um, the Netflix series Dope. Again, going back to my hey, let's watch some crazy, some crazy stuff. Uh, it's again, it's just about that criminal underworld. How does how do drugs get from you know Mexico or Brazil? How do they get from the cartels to the U.S. and how are they how are they distributed? How do these networks function? You know, then there's drug lords, there's distributors, there's dealers, there's you know buyers there's the police side you know and it's just it was i found it very interesting to figure out you know these people are in a constant struggle a constant daily struggle they're all trying to get money and a lot of them is is based on the system they're uh the drug problem exists and this is again this is my own personal opinion i think the drug problem exists mostly because there there are not a whole lot of other opportunities for people to make money and there's not a whole lot of re- not a whole lot of reason for those people to want to live I guess you could say uh, these, these people live in a lot of really bad conditions uh, and one of the stories in the in the um, in the show and this isn't spoiling anything by any means uh, is is just looking at some of the buyers uh, and there was a guy who you know he was, again upstanding citizen uh, he had a car accident and he was put on pain medication. His insurance covered it, but they didn't cover it forever. Um, and he had, uh, or I think it was a car accident or a workplace. I think it was a workplace accident. I can't really remember. Anyways, he hurt himself. He hurt his back, his neck, his shoulders. So when insurance ran out and he couldn't, he couldn't afford his pain medication. We all know the health system in the in the U.S. Uh, is exorbitantly expensive, uh, and people just can't afford afford medication or afford treatment. And so. If he can't afford his legitimate pain medication anymore, he is then forced to seek alternate means, which means they're going for uh, they're going for the crack, they're going for the cocaine, they're going for the weed, something to take the pain away, um, just so they can feel like they can function. Um, so that's just one part of like the 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 scheme, the giant scheme of things works against some of the individuals in the show. Um, and then those people are then persecuted before getting this. So it, it creates a, a business. So say the American system. I, I, shouldn't, I don't want to pick on the American system. Obviously it works. Otherwise people would, would just shun it. It works to some degree. I, as a Canadian, I, I find a hard time. I, I have a hard time understanding how people can live like that uh, under that under that healthcare system. But whatever. It's, it's to each their own. Um but it shows how that system has created a a ripe opportunity for that man to need to get drugs because he, his insurance doesn't doesn't work doesn't allow him to get any more and then 
he finds alternate means, and then the system, the government, goes against him, trying to take that away from him again. So, I mean, it's just kind of a, a circle of misery. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. It's weird. I'd say I don't know a lot, but I kind of knew. I kind of do, and I kind of don't. I don't. That's just part of it. Um, so if you're interested in that kind of stuff, I would recommend watching the show Dope. It is not an easy watch. Uh, so it is kind of disturbing in places. Um, a lot of swearing uh, and things like that. So, I mean, don't watch it with your kids around. Uh, if you have people around you who are sensitive to that kind of stuff, in general, I wouldn't recommend watching that. Um, and the last movie I want to talk about here, completely opposite, is a movie called The Voices. And this is a kind of a dark comedy starring Ryan Reynolds. Um, it's got, I think it has Anna, Anna Kendrick in it and a couple other people I'd recognize, but I, I don't really know their names. Um, and it's a dark comedy about mental illness. And I know mental illness isn't something we should laugh about, but it's, it's, I hate saying the word interesting, but it's interesting. Um, Ryan Reynolds is a guy who lives a normal life um, to him. Like from his perspective, he lives a normal life. He has a job. He has a house. He has pets. He has a crush on a girl at work. Um, and then he takes steps, you know, oh, I want to take this girl out. And things kind of go down from there. There's some death involved. And how does it go from there? Um, people, people die. And he is kind of stuck between looking at the way, the way, looking at the world through his, the ways that he wants to see the world versus the way that the world is. And that's kind of the light and dark between the mental illness on medication and not on medication. Um, anyways, it was a very interesting movie. It's funny, it's dark, it's sad, it's disturbing, it's all those kind of things. Um, I watched it with when my friend, when my friend came over to watch, uh, or to play inside with me. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like we're little kids. Hey man, you want to come and play inside with me? Um, anyways, he played the video game inside, um, and we, after that, we had some food and we watched that movie and it was a good time uh, we, we both really enjoyed it um, and then he ended up staying later and later and then I think we started talking about um, Entourage the, show, uh, the HBO show Entourage and uh, it ended up I think I ended up just like going to the dark web as Buried on Mars calls it uh, I went to the dark web and just got we were watching um we started watching the Entourage movie, and we just watched that again. So I think we, we went to bed at like 2 o'clock in the morning, um, which as a, uh, a dad is not a great thing, because uh, Sunday morning, bright and early, you got to get up. Uh, so needless to say, I didn't get a whole lot of sleep that night. So, But it was it was a fun time. Uh, th uh, thankfully, my wife is very um, accommodating. She knows that I kind of need my time just to, you know, after dealing with work and stress and whatever, uh, I enjoy spending my time with my family, but I, I also need to spend time with my friends, and um, so she's very accommodating. And I try to get together with my friends, uh, fr like Friday night or on the weekends or something like that, and we'll, you know, kind of de-stress de or debrief and just kind of like watch stuff on YouTube or play games or watch a movie or something like that. Um, and it's a good time. We, 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 we enjoy it. I enjoy it. Um, it's getting less and less 
Um, I have another friend who, other friends, one recently got married in the summer. Uh, another friend uh, has a kid as well, so I mean, he's busy. And so I mean, less and less people are coming out. I've got other friends who are addicted to other things and not bad, like they're addicted to playing games online, and so they don't, they don't want to come over and play. Um, I sound like a spoiler kid. Uh, every time I say this, it sounds bad. But I really enjoy having friends over uh, just to hang out, play games. Let's let's do some couch co-op. Um, and as you get older, that stuff kind of changes. You don't get that as much, uh, which is sad. Uh, and I, I wish it didn't. I wish it didn't happen, but it does. So um, hopefully that will ch we can kind of get things back on track and we can you know move forward and. Maybe maybe it won't be a, a weekly hangout. It will change to be you know monthly or something like that. But at least you know I'd still like to get a, you know a core group of guys together and just play games and just hang out. And I think it's really good for you know it's good for my mental my mental state of things because if I'm stuck at home you know and all I do is work and and do family stuff all the time. I mean it's, you can it can drive you crazy sometimes so you just need an, an extra outlet once in a while just to kind of you know let things go um so yeah i guess that's a bit of a rant i'm sorry if that didn't make any sense but that's just kind of where i am um uh, as as a i don't want to say a new dad but a new person into this kind of constantly molding shaping form of life and existence um but yeah, other than that, I think life has been pretty good. Um, I've I've now kept a, a small human alive for over a year. Um, I think that's an accomplishment. We I, I we just had his birthday this past Saturday. Uh, he was he was born on the nineteenth last year, so the nineteenth was his birthday this year, and it was good. It was uh, we spent my wife and I spent most of the day kind of reminiscing about. Um, you know, okay, what we were doing last year. Well, you know, last 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 year at this time, uh, we were going to bed. Oh, and then at this time, well, I, we were screaming I had to go to the hospital. Oh, and then, you know, then this, then this, then this. So, and that, that was fun. It was kind of a weird, like, it felt weird looking back because I, I can put myself in that exact spot. I, I know exactly where I was at this point. I know when you said this, and I know when you said this, and then after a certain point it just became a blur of okay we're doing this and then oh now we're going into labor okay now we're doing this and then okay now we're moving rooms now we're changing this now we're going to uh the theater now we're doing you know it's just a, t a ton of a sequence of events that happen so fast that you you can't mentally keep up with it um and you're just kind of along for the ride uh, especially as as the man in the relationship but uh it's been good it's been good um i've I've learned a lot of things about being a dad um, that I didn't know. Um, I think one of the one of the biggest things I've learned is that uh, my parents didn't know what they were doing, and neither do I. And I think that's just kind of a, a stretch of things where you. I look back on my parents, and I'm like, you know, my parents were smart. They knew this. They knew that. They. I had questions. They knew what to do. Uh, you know. Even now, you think my my oh my dad would know what to do, my well, my mom would know what to do, and it's it's kind of stressful for me to think like you know at some point my son's gonna grow up and he's gonna ask me a question and I'm gonna have to know what to do, 
And I hope to God that I know. And then I realized, you know what? My parents probably thought the same thing. They probably thought, what the heck am I going to do with this kid? If if they have a problem, how do I... I'm going to have to solve it. And it's 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 kind of cool and weird to think that our my parents, or our parents, were at the same point that I'm in right now, where I am... I'm here and I'm raising a human and I don't know what I'm doing but I'm doing it and I'm, I think I'm doing okay I don't it, it's crazy it's crazy to think anyways I don't want to ramble on for too long it's been 45 minutes of me complaining about Best Buy and Nintendo and um, everything else I've been doing so I'm going to call it um, please if you enjoyed this please leave me a comment down in the comment section uh, on YouTube if you would like. If you are not watching this on YouTube, then uh, feel free to send me a tweet on Twitter. Again, I am at CreepLeech, C-R-E-E-P-1-3-3-7 on Twitter and YouTube. You can find me there as well. Uh, send me a quick message, and uh, hopefully for the next episode, if you have any questions you'd like me to answer, uh, or some feedback or something, I'd love to read it on the show. And uh, Again, if you have any ideas for uh, feedback or topics or anything like that that you'd like to see again please let me know in any kind of form that you see fit and are able to get a hold of me either Twitter or YouTube or if you know me on Facebook you can find me there anyways thank you for watching thank you for listening and I will see you guys in the not so special podcast episode 4 coming next month alright I'll see you then